Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geisen from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Doing well. You know what? I would say I'm feeling fine. <laughs> All right. That's uh, appropriate because today we're talking about the Alec Bradley Fine and Rare BC-13-4EV. Dash parentheses 13, parentheses 4EV. Uh, this cigar is a Churchill 7x50. Comes out of the Racist Cubanus factory in Honduras. Uh, wrapper is Honduran Criollo 98. Binder is a double binder from Nicaragua and Honduras. Filter is also from Nicaragua and Honduras. Uh, price point is $23.64. Cigar was released in March of 2022. And we pick these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in Florida and near one of their locations, stop in for a cigar and a libation. Uh, but if you're not, you can go to their website and order online. They'll ship it to you. Uh, all right. With all that out of the way, June, take us through your experience with this cigar. Uh, you know what I thought when I first saw this cigar? Because, you know, Fine and Rare, especially back in the day, and it still is, it's, it's a pricier cigar, right? But when I saw that it was $23 and knowing that most of the cigars that we review were like 12 to 15 bucks, I was like, for some reason, I'm not actually not all that mad about $23. <laughs> no, Weird feeling. Bucks, 23 Weird, bucks though. isn't that, that bad for these. Yeah, but like it, it's it was such a weird like thought about it. I was like, what the fuck, twenty three dollars? That's expensive for a cigar, right? I used to think that, and now I'm like, oh, it's it's uh, not too bad. Pretty reasonable for these when we smoke all these thirty two dollars cigars, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so in terms of the flavors, I I thought overall it was pretty good. It was uh, uh it was very uh, how do I put it? The flavors I thought were very distinct, uh, full flavors. Um, you know, I, I got like really, the, you know, softness of like, like a lot of breadiness, like roasted chestnuts. Uh, uh, had this really neat, um, like effervescence to it. Uh, thought that was pretty cool. Uh, that I got throughout most of the cigar. Um, minerals. Uh, so everything was really well balanced. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, by the way, real quick tidbit, um, not knowing that I was going to review this, like a week before, I actually found a 2012 Alley Bradley Fighting Rare. Ooh, that geez. cigar was not good. <laughs> <laughs> this was much, much, much better. Uh, I'm sure it probably aged out in 10 Dude, years. Yeah, that's but... 10 years, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it did. Right. It tasted like little wood peg. All right, Seth, what were your thoughts? God, 10 year, 10 year old Finding Rare. Damn. No. Um, I mean, listen, it it really started out. I mean, it really delivered that Alec Bradley quality. And I think if you smoked enough Alec Bradleys, you just kind of know what that Honduran Nicaragua manure quality. And and I I don't mean that as an insult because it's it's got this rich earth, it's got this mocha qualities, it's got this mineral musty wood um really barnyard medium in strength and body and it kind of continued that way you know throughout um it got a little bit spicier in the final third but it also just got a little harsh um body and strength were still around medium medium actually it was just medium um really good draw decent burn i had to touch it up a couple times which was i don't get as irritated about price range as john does in terms of touching it up and i also i'm like I'm, like i'll be honest i give leniency with it being an alec bradley and coming out of race cubanas usually <laughs> that there's you're gonna have to touch it up and i was like wow i only had to touch it up a couple times yeah good good's not that bad so john 
I mean, the funny thing is, uh, both my draw and my burn were perfect. So, you know, for a change, uh, a premium <laughs> cigar that, you know, delivers, delivers what it should. Um, yeah, I mean, fine and rare, man. I was, I was looking forward to this cause, um, you know, it occurs to me that like JRE and Alec Bradley seem to be like the two companies that can consistently deliver a good hunter and experience, um, in general, like I feel more confident with Alec Bradley doing a hun- mostly hunter and blend and pulling it off. Um, I was impressed. It was good. The first third kind of sweet baking spices, light wood, chocolate, uh, as everyone's kind of alluded to, there's this sort of, um, musty, it's hard to describe. It's just, it's a particular flavor profile that you get out of hunter and tobacco, especially out of a lot of Alec Bradley fine rares. It's like a, it's like a musty barnyard, uh, aged flavor combination. And it's, it's, it's nice. It's, um, it's different. It's unusual, but it comes with that territory. It's balanced out really well. There was some mild coffee kind of in the bottom half of the first third, uh, more sweetness in the second third, along with more subdued baking spices, sharp tannic wood. Um, you know, it was still very balanced, very engaging, a little bit of savoriness, which was interesting. Uh, last third was still pleasant, but just kind of missed the mark a little bit for me in terms of, uh, complexity. So still bread sweetness and baking spices. Um, but it didn't quite harmonize in the same way. And then as the last third kind of continued, kind of mostly musty tobacco and wood. So not really at the same level as the first and the second third, but I, I enjoyed this and, you know, not having to touch it up, not having to worry about the draw. Uh, it was a good experience overall. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with toasted cedar and a light sweetness. Uh, got light amounts of mustness, black pepper, smokiness, and dry earth that kind of joined in at various points. Uh, the second third became a bit dry and the black pepper departed. And then the final third saw the smokiness depart. Um, aside from just a slightly wavy burn, I had perfect construction as well. Um, I thought the cigar started well, had you know layers of flavors and a nice elegance to it. Uh, second, third, the profile started becoming a little bit dry and the components started to drop out, um, which kind of dropped down the enjoyment level a bit. Um, but, um, I just didn't see this as a scar I'd come back to. Um, I didn't enjoy it quite as much as you guys did, but, um, with the price point, it's just, it's just still not, doesn't show enough value for me to like want to return to it. But, um, uh, you know. You guys enjoyed it more than I did, but um, I, it wasn't a bad cigar for me. I, I enjoyed how it started out. All right, getting into the score, we'll start at the top with John at 6.82. Uh, June gave it a 6.62. Seth gave it a 6.47. I gave it a 6 even. So, John, how that 6.82 matchup for you? Yeah, it matched up well. Now, um, you know, if you do factor in the price point, yeah, shelling out 24 bucks. Um, to me, you know, I would probably have to have a cigar over 7 points i think to shell out 24 bucks but um you know the flavor profile matches up well and the one question i have as you guys go through i noticed some of you marked your pre-light not that it counts for anything but some of you marked your pre-light is very good and i'm curious why like i'm, I'm curious what you know criteria was because to me uh i thought it was a good pre-light it has a nice band but there's no secondary band there's no artisanal complications it doesn't come in any fancy packaging so like to me there's nothing about the pre-light experience that moves it above good. So I'm curious, you know. Right. We'll, yeah. we'll save that part for after the score. All right, cool yeah, we'll, we'll hit. We'll hit that. Yeah. Um, all right, June 6.62. Uh, it's a good score. I, I uh, smoke it again. It's uh, it's definitely worthy to. So you know how like like unlike most really high priced cigars, like let's say I don't know, twenty three dollars and up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, most of the time I will say, hey. 
don't buy it, right? But something like this, I actually would say, hey, if you're at a BM, you want to have a little something that's like that it's not your everyday cigar, I would recommend you pick one of these up and try. Cause I do think the flavors match to a good experience and paying that little bit of premium um is worth it. All right, Seth, six point four seven. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not my favorite of the fine and rares. I think it's I think it's a good stick. Um, it's a decent profile. The price is high on it. Um, I mean, I, if you're looking at price, you have other Alec Bradley options. There's some other Alec Bradleys I'd go to. Um, however, I, you know, there's other Ma- Ma- Alec Bradleys that I picked this up over as well. So, I, you know, I know Magic Toast does really well with some people, but I'd smoke this over Magic Toast. So, yeah. there you go. Who knows? Uh, my six even matches up well. Uh, that was above average flavor profile. I had really good construction, so it got it to that six mark. But it just it wasn't like it didn't go past that first third for me. And I I need that to be able to be something I, I'm going to come back to. So um, just wasn't to be for me. Um, all right. So John's basically calling out Seth and I for saying that prelate was very good. So I don't know, Seth, if you want to go first, or I'll go first, or however you want to do it. But I have no problem explaining my defend yourself. My reasoning here. De- defend myself on on prelate. Listen, yeah. I- my my cigar looks better than the one that you have photographed. Here, put that thing. Okay, up. put that thing up. Because uh, it's not see. that pretty. But it's not. That's a good photo. I'm not criticizing the photo, but the wrapper. That's not a good photo of the wrapper. Usually, I'll say this: Alec Bradley has some pretty rough wrappers. Sometimes mine actually looked decent. Now the band doesn't look good against the wrapper, but I do think the band's a nice band. Yes, and I did have a nice aroma, but I don't think that band would look good against a Connecticut though. John wants to challenge me on this. I gave it very good. All right. So I'm going to give you mine, John. Uh, I dig the band. I like the postage stamp uh, borders. Um, also, the band has a ton of information about this particular blend. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, it's got the names of the people that are involved with this uh, and all that stuff. I think it's just really cool details about, about the cigar. Not something you're going to get on many, you know, maybe, you know, fewer than 1% of cigars. Uh, I also dug the pre-light. Um, the aromas off the wrapper were, were pretty sweet. And uh, same thing from the foot. Um, a lot of stewed fruit and fruit sweetness and stuff like that. So um, I think the wrapper looks on this one, which is mine. I think the wrapper looks pretty cool like that. It's got that uh, kind of like turtle shell effect to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dig that kind of look on a, on a cigar. So um, yeah. That marbled. Yep. Cause it's got like a, you got that little bit of a lighter color surrounding the the veins. So it looks like a, almost like turtle shell glasses or whatever you want to do. But um, I think it looks pretty cool like that. So thick, thick veins. Dude, I had raisins in my aroma. Usually, yeah. when I pick up some raisins in the aroma, I'm pretty much sold. Yeah, I had a I mean, lot of like, I, that's like stewed fruit, like uh, Aaron was saying, like that syrupy sweetness. Yeah, I almost want to say, you know how you know, like you know, uh, the Cuban cigars date their boxes, and some folks even will date the inside of their bands. Mm. I wish you would see more bands like the fine and rare bands where. Everything's in there for you, right? Like everything's on there for you. Um, and it's really educational, it's informative, it's also fun and unique. Kind of curious why more people don't do that instead of trying to create some like embossed artwork, blah blah blah. I would much prefer this, honestly, on, on I just, most I think so I think so many people for so long have not have not done that. Like, even if it would be like just think about vintages, like Let's say you just do a production. Remember when Christian, when he started CLE, remember when he was going to start doing vintages for everything? Like, 
I feel like he was going to like his first year, like there was your, that was that vintage. And the next year you have another vintage, like you're almost paying respect to the wine in that sense. Um, And it also gives you kind of a little sense of, I I think of variation and it's always cool to see, but no one's going to fucking do it. Yeah. It's that, that it's like so long gone. I think for someone to, unless Pete did it, if Pete committed to doing it and actually like doing it hardcore, I think more people would start doing it. Well, he tried with the, what the, what is that one? Put, I think he put lavery or livery or something like that. Well, I mean, he, he tried to do for like a whole, like a vintage thing. I mean, like if you actually put like dates and so forth and not just on the box, like I think committed to the program the same way Habanos does, you'd have more people do it. But I don't think you know. anyone cares. I don't think enough Americans I don't think care. so either. You know. Nope. Uh, any other final thoughts? All right. Uh, wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, you can read the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley.